Hey, what's up, all you motorcycle enthusiasts? D Woods, and welcome back to another mile post of the V Twin Life, where we talk motorcycle powered by those V Twins. What fuels our passion about it? Why we enjoy them so much? V Twin Life is sponsored by that Northwest brand, Crashing Clothing. You can find them on the World Wide Web at crashingclothing.com and on Instagram. And if you're on that website, order yourself up some of that crash gear. Don't forget that promo code Crash One. You're not going to find that anywhere else. My social media, just here on the V Twin Life. Little way of saying thank you for your support and tuning in. And don't forget, if you're down in Tigard, Oregon, you swing by Paradise Harley Davidson. They do have Crash Inc. on the shelves also, so you can pick it up now and start sporting it. And also, if you guys are in the market for a new windshield, don't forget, check out Long Ride Shields. You can find them on the World Wide Web at longrideshields.com. Hey, if they got something you like, whether windshield, some merchandise, hey, we got that promo code, the V-Twin Life 15. will save you 15% off site-wide anything long ride windshield cell so hey check them out so now let's twist the throttle and get into mile post 34 with leo gomes he's the founder of american cycle riders it's a group of a group for bikers it's not so much about brands it's about getting out meeting other guys and just riding and sharing stories and pictures of guys enjoy the passion life on two wheels so hey let's dive into mile post 34 and hear a little bit more about american cycle riders with leo gomes Hey, what's going on, Leo? What's up, guys? Doing great, man. Hey, man, thanks. Awesome. Hey, uh, for wanting to come on and, and talk a little motorcycles and, and sharing some stories. Absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. So, I mean, kind of where I like to dive with everybody, you know, where did bikes come into life for you? Man, I remember being five years old and uh, being on top of a motorcycle with my dad, and it was a, a 1978 Honda, Honda CB400T uh metallic blue and i'll never forget that uh that moment with my dad and that's what got me hooked in motorcycles that's awesome yeah you still ride with your dad or no uh unfortunately no uh you know i um uh i've been being that i'm originally from brazil i actually moved uh from brazil out here when i was 12 years old and i left my dad behind uh, to live with uh, my mom, which is a great thing, by the way. But, uh, you know, I brought the motorcycle, uh, you know, love with me all the way up to New York. Um, and when that's when I, about 17, 18 years, years old, I, um, I I bought my first bike in New York. And uh, the rest is history, man. That's awesome. I mean, you know, it, it's really cool that, you know, you, you got started, you know, that your dad kind of shared the passion. And, and, you know, you ended up picking up on it and. You still enjoy it and still do it. I, I think that's really neat. Yeah, you know, and one crazy thing is that, unfortunately, with my dad, um, he one of his best friends died on the motorcycle accident uh, when he was uh, pretty young. And uh, so the minute that I decided to buy a motorcycle, you know, it was all that, you know, oh, my God, you know, you remember what happened to your family and this, this and that. But it's in my blood, man. So it just, uh, I, I just went with it. I'm not, and I'm still here, so. Hey, I can 100% relate to that. I mean, it's, you know, I started the same thing, you know, a very young age and it, you know, I started on dirt bikes, but you get on that two wheels and all of a sudden, you know, the motorcycles just, it becomes a part of your soul. It does, man. I, that's something that's really tough to explain to people. It, you know, it riding a bike is just, not, it's just not the riding. It's everything around you. You know, everything changes. Your perspective in life changes. And, you know, and let's be honest, man, it's wind therapy. It really, really is. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I, I like to use, you know, one of my favorite hashtags that I like claim a lot of things is throttle therapy. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's, it is very true. And you know, guy can, I mean, I can speak from experience myself. You're, you know, having a bad day. It doesn't have to be 50, 200 miles. I mean, I could take a little 10 mile ride, hit a couple little back roads where I live and just, you know, maybe it's 10, 15 minutes, but that 10, 15 minutes can change your, your old attitude or, you know, whatever got you that day and can just put you in a different frame of mind and come back and you got a smile on your face. It's like, all right, you know, I'm better. Absolutely. You know, the pressures of life, man. Uh, I, you know, I shared this with everybody and everybody that knows me know this, you know, I suffer from anxiety and, you know, and, and it's sometimes it can get pretty bad. And uh, the motorcycle is the cure. I mean, this is no joke about it. It's that, that's how I get it relieved every time, you know, that, that anxiety kicks in. Oh, I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess I kind of, in a way, almost answer my other question I was going to get at. You know, it's like, a, you know, what do you get out of riding? You know, the meaning of, you know, just getting out for a cruise. You know, what's it kind of do for you? But I think we kind of, in a way, covered it. I mean, it's, you know, it is a, it's a great sense of therapy. Yeah, it, it, it really is, uh, especially doing a solo ride. Uh, you know, one of the things about the group rides, you know, which I love being with my with my brothers and my sisters, but you know, the the sense of responsibility of being a road captain changes things a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As just in that you're looking all in the, in the mirror to make sure everybody's okay. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of anxiety. You know, watching for making sure making sure everybody's okay. So uh, where I find myself really is doing my solo rides, really. And I think especially, you know, where you, you know, you touch on group rides. I mean, it's, I think it's, uh, it's one thing, say it's three, four people, but you start getting, you know, organizing, getting some of these larger groups or you might have say 20 people or, or, you know, even beyond that. And it can get stressful and you know, looking in the mirrors, trying to, you know, watch pace, trying to keep people together. And it can be a, a bit of a hassle in a way. I mean, not so much a hassle, but, uh, it can really tear at your mind, I guess, in a way, because, you're not so much looking out at your safety, but you got a lot of people you're trying to look out for also. Yeah, I agree with that. In the last couple of years, I think you and I talked uh, before about this. I, you know, I've been uh, working alongside with an organization in Arizona that, you know, helps family of fallen heroes. And those rides, you now they're pre-planned and six months in advance because we're talking about 100, 150 riders per event. Mm-hmm. So quite honest with you, man, I think, you know, my enjoyment is the people. I don't get any enjoyment out of writing those those events. It's just seeing the people together for a great cause. So it really, you you are absolutely right. And we're talking five people, half a dozen people is one thing. Fifty, that's a total different story. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. That's a whole another can of worms yeah. right there. Yeah, but it is. It's awesome to see that many people come together and riding for, I don't know, their cause like what you're saying. You know, riding for you know fallen heroes. I mean, what what better reason to go ride to help somebody that has, you know, given that alter ultimate sacrifice or even, you know, paying that price and now have to, you know, deal with weather demons or, you know, loss of a, a limb or something. And, you know, the trauma that some of the, you know, what I like to call our American heroes suffer yeah. from it, you know, to see uh, motorcycle riders show up at an event that you are sponsoring, um, there's no greater sense of gratitude on my end uh, because my, my gosh, somebody read, you know, the invitation uh, paid for the ride and they're there to support us. 
um, there's no better feeling, man. Right. So actually, you know, I think it'd be a good time to kind of dive into, you know, your kind of organization. You started the American Cycle Riders? Yes. Uh, started Cycle Riders about six years ago. Actually, in fact, this has been six years last week. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, behind American Cycle Riders. So it was myself and a couple more uh, riders that uh, one day I said, hey, why do we have to join a group? We should create our own group. And, you know, and the, the thing is that and on the beginning stage of the group, it wasn't called American Cycle Riders. Not a lot of people know that. I named it Hog Riders of North America, which I didn't know at the time that I was using a trademark a registered name, Hog, from Harley. And I got called out on it, you know, and three months into it. And I had, I had just about two, two, 250 members at the time. And so I started crashing my brain and trying to figure out a name. And so I relied on my wife, actually, to come up with the name. And she's like, well, you know, you're so proud of being an American. You love the American flag. You're a true patriot. You love motorcycles. How about American cycle riders? I'm like, oh, my God, that's why I love you. You know, and that's how the whole thing started. <laughs> and by the way, the logo was all created by my wife, too. Not a lot of people know that. It was all her business. Yeah, she cool. doesn't ride. But but she 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 really loves that uh, you know she stands behind uh, me with, with it you know and which is great so now kind of what do you you know focus to with you know with your group what do you guys you know what's your drive or, or goal to where it's going so um, I think the better way to describe it is how uh, the 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 motto behind American Cycle Riders is all about bikes all about bikers all about rides because riding is life. I wanted to, in the beginning stages of it, for people to be connected to the brand, just kind of like a Harley Davidson brand. You know, those victory riders that are so proud of their motorcycles, they wear the T-shirt, the Harley riders that do it. I want an American cycle rider to become a brand that people associate themselves with that has to do with the way of our life, you know, American life. Uh, and then, uh, you know, originally it was just getting to know people to, you know, go out riding. And then two, three years into it, I started doing more of the charity rides, uh, you know, um, you know, donating uh, food to to uh, churches, to going to um, charities. Um, now, uh, you know, I'm every year I do a run for the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office uh, dog pound or uh, dog rehab. Uh, so it's getting, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I found uh, the Arizona Fallen Hero Memorial Riders through a friend that I met through American Cycle Riders. And that was about three years ago. And the, and the rest the rest of that is history. He introduced me to the group, to the friends. We all became friends. And now I'm kind of a, we are sister groups, I guess you can call it, with uh, the Fallen Hero Memorial Riders. That is pretty sweet. So now, I mean, besides, you know, American Cycles, no, you enjoy a lot of time. You know, I see a lot of your posts, you know, you're out enjoying that life, enjoying the ride. Do you enjoy traveling on motorcycle, you know, get out for a couple, two, three day trips or, or are you more kind of a, a day, you know? I, ha- I have been ride. a day rider at this point. Uh, when I lived in Florida, I've, I used to do, you know, weekend rides. Uh, you know, I lived in a, in a town called um, Fort Myers in Florida. And I met uh, one of my neighbors had a, a road king 
And him and I used to just go out to Daytona, stay the weekend in Daytona, go out to Miami Beach, stay in Miami Beach for for a day or two. You know, being a single guy, I had all the time in the world to do that. Uh, and when I moved here in, uh, to Arizona, um, you know, I've been really working with getting the brand uh, going, uh, recognition. And now, for the most part, um, day rides and sometimes weekend rides. You got a favorite place you really enjoy down there that is just one of your favorite roads that, you know, speaks to you yeah. more than any other? Uh, man, there's so many. Uh, the the best road, a short ride road here in my area, uh, anybody that lives in this area knows exactly what I'm talking about, is the road to Canyon Lake. Uh, or what we call, call, there's a town there called Tortilla Flats. That road has been repaved about two years ago, and it is one of the best roads, short rides uh, there is in the area. Now, going up to the mountains, uh, one of the most famous of them all is a uh, drive up to Prescott and Prescott Valley through, um, uh, what town is that? Through, the, through Wickenburg and, and a city called Baghdad. There's a lot of nice roads up there. And from where I live, uh, round trip is about 300 miles, 350 miles. So it's a pretty good day ride. Yeah, that is a pretty good ride. Now, are you more kind of southern? Well, Phoenix, say southern central, I guess. Oh, okay, Phoenix. You know, the beauty of this area here, well, you know, Phoenix is, you know, it's super hot in the summer. But uh, the benefit I have here is that I'm 75 <clears throat> miles away from high country. So if we, if you take off at 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning here, and it's 89, 90 degrees, you go up to 70-degree weather. The problem that we have, though, is coming back. Because at 2 o'clock, <laughs> 3 o'clock, it's 110 degrees. And I don't know if you ever, uh, you know, rode at 110 degrees. It's hot. Very uncomfortable, especially on a hard Yeah. Road. Yeah, especially you, get, you catch traffic. I've done that one time well i don't know it wasn't quite 110 but i mean it was hitting up to the triple digits and got stuck in uh traffic on the interstate holy crap between the engine you know the heat of the motor coming up the heat of the asphalt you're on in the interstate holy yeah. crap it was miserable <laughs> yeah i know that's that's a problem it's kind of funny for us here in, in, in phoenix is you know all of the folks living up north you know riding se- season starts now right this is the tail end of our season you know, even though I ride in the summer, but it, yeah, May, June, July, August is, it, it's hot, man. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, I could imagine so. I mean, you, where I'm at up in Washington, you know, they'll sometimes show that area and, you know, oh, check out the weather in Phoenix or in Vegas and down that area. And it's like, yeah, you said, you know, the high 110, 115. It's like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I'll stick to the good, you know, 75, 80 degrees in the summertime. And well, I mean, we actually been getting hit in the nineties and every now and then we might get a day or two up here where we might hit a hundred maybe, but you know, if it's in the nineties up here, man, it's freaking hot. It's kind of like Florida in a way. Cause it's so humid. So there's this thing. And I know you heard this, you know, it's, it's a dry heat, man. That's bullshit. Okay. Because this, this is how I feel. Cause I lived <laughs> in Florida for 10 years in Florida, you boil. In Arizona, you bake. That's the only difference. Well, that's how it is. Like for us here in Washington, you can go to the other side of the mountains where, I mean, you get eastern Washington. It's kind of like a desert climate. And it is different on the west side where it gets hot, but you do get over there and it is a bit of that dry heat where 
you know, 90s, it seems to be more manageable on the other side of the mountains than it is over here where you got, you know, a little bit of humidity from being on the water. You get to that eastern Washington, it, it does seem to be more manageable in that desert climate, but I don't know if I'd want to live in it 24-7 like, you know, what you got going well, on. Well, that's I exactly I it. That. I mean, 95 <laughs> degrees where you're at and 105 degrees where I'm at, it, it kind of the equivalent, okay? But it's still hot. Uh, but one is humid, the other oh, is yeah. dry, but it's still 105 degrees, so. <laughs> yeah, it's still freaking hot. So was your dad kind of your main inspiration when it came to getting into motorcycles, or was there anything else that kind of really triggered you to – you know, that you can remember that inspired you to want to get out. And, Man, that's the first ride. time you, somebody asked me this, this question. Uh, so the reason, the inspiration behind motorcycles actually came from music. It actually came from music. As you know, I, I play a little bit of guitar. And uh, I remember watching a video um, that uh, Rob Halford from uh, Judas Priest wrote on stage on a Harley. And one day, as a kid, one day I thought I told myself, I want to be that rock star. I mean, that didn't quite happen, but you know what I mean? When I'm when I'm playing my music, when I'm riding my bike, I feel like I'm in, I'm in a part of Judas Priest band or something. That's what inspired me. Actually, was music. Um, any 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 music related to motorcycle riding or even racing, car racing, and things like that. I was into it. I can't drive fifty five. Uh, was one of the songs too that I, I grew up with that. You know, I relate to motorcycle. My inspiration was always, always, always through music. I don't know why. I got to say, I've seen some of the videos you playing guitar. It's pretty oh, cool, man. Impressive. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 the whole thing behind me playing, playing the guitar was actually, there's a little bit of a story. And I'll, I'll make it quick. About five and a half years ago, I posted a motorcycle vi- video uh, from American Cycle Riders. And I had uh, a song uh, as a background song from Peter Frampton, uh, Breaking All the Rules. And Facebook said that I couldn't play that song for, you know, copyrights and whatever. And my wife said, why, why don't you just play your own music? You play guitar. And I'm like, you know what? Damn right. I'm going to do it. I said, that's how the whole, so the whole thing about me playing posting videos started uh, on American cycle riders. I've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar, but it's like, you know, the tendonitis in my wrist and my hands. It's like, I just don't know if my hands can, can take it, but man, I, I love the guitar. It's cool as hell. I mean, to watch some of these guys can really just get into it. And, you know, I think every genre has their awesome guitarists. I mean, you can go from, you know, rock guys to, you know, some of the, the older country guys that could, you know, the newer country. And I mean, everybody has just, you know, kind of their icon guys that are just freaking amazing at it. I mean, the stuff they can play and, I don't know. I love yeah, guitar. It's uh, yeah, cool. I go from, you know, I, I mean, you see my videos. I mean, I'm a through and through metalhead, but, you know, um, one of my guitars is named uh, Paisley because of Brad Paisley. He's my favorite country uh, guitar player. I mean, the, I think he's amazing. And, <laughs> he is amazing, a guitar man. player. And, uh, uh, of course, the blues you know, from the beginnings of Chuck Berry, B.B. King, uh, you know, and that's just, yeah, mm-hmm. those are all um, uh, influencers in my life. I mean, but the biggest of them all, was actually a guitar player that played for Dio way back when called uh, uh, Vivian Campbell. He played for also Def Leppard for a little bit. When I saw Vivian Campbell play, I said, I want to be a guitar player because that guy was unbelievable. B.B. King was yeah, an absolute was. amazing guitar player. Yes, he was. It's nothing but feeling. Very true. And just 
the power of it. I mean, it, you listen to someone, you know, you listen to old blues and it is oh, yeah. awesome and inspiring. Yeah. No, yeah. Blues is, blues is the beginning of everything, man. What's one of your favorite memories you got from, from motorcycles or even, you know, two wheels in general? My favorite memory. Um, my favorite memory was uh, when I was uh, driving from Miami on an overnight trip to back home. And there's a road, uh, which is Interstate 75, called Alligator Alley. And it's called Alligator Alley because there are, there are alligators um, there. And uh, my um, uh, something happened. I, I lost my first, my second, my third, and my fourth gear. And I was, oh, I, I was, I was riding my Yamaha. I had a Yamaha 850 triple. I think it was a 1980 um, that I restored from the bottom up. And this is, goes back 20 something years ago, 20 years ago, probably. Uh, and I was stuck and I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I was just praying to God that, you know, somebody could stop and help me. It was cold. It was raining. And uh, a, a dude on a bike and his wife uh, on a Harley stopped. Uh, they helped me uh, get the bike going. They actually pushed the bike so, get, so I can start it on, you know, get going on fifth gear. And they uh, follow me all the way back home, uh, pay for the toll. Uh, there's a toll that you got to pay. And I was in my garage at home, and then they left. And I, and I told them, I says, I can never, ever th- thank you guys for what you've done to me. I says, no, what's going to happen one day is that you're going to do the same thing for somebody else. That's what this is all about, Biker Brotherhood. And I will never, ever forget that. I actually get choked out about it because I know how I felt that day, uh, feeling helpless. And a biker came out and helped me. So, true story, man. That's awesome. I mean, I had a, in a way, similar where, I mean, I broke down. You know, there was four, actually, my dad, a good friend of mine, Dustin, and one of my dad's good buddies, Todd and my regulator here went out on my Harley last summer and you know I mean we're all on the phone calling dealerships and I happen I'm on the phone you know I find one it was 65 miles away on the other side of the mountain pass in eastern Washington and I'm like hey you know if I pay for it you know can a friend get it or you know I'm and I look what my buddy does he's already putting on his helmet he's on his bike started like what are you doing he goes I'm gonna go get it I said seriously he goes Dude, he goes, I would guarantee, he goes, if I was in your shoes, you'd be doing the same thing right now. I said, well, I would. And I said, you know, you know, it, it was just, I was yeah. at a loss for words. I mean, it, and boom, he was gone, you know, came back. You know, it's kind of why I, I carry a small toolkit with me and change the regulator. You know, we still had like, God, 300 miles to go. And so to get into our destination about four in the afternoon, we pulled in at like 1030 at night. But, you know, you sit on the side of the high road or on the side of the highway. But I had the same thing. This old guy went by. We seen him go by in his dual sport because it was getting close to hunting season. And he had his, you know, big rifle case in the back. It was like two hours later. He's coming back by and he pulls in the gas and she goes, and you were here a couple hours ago when I went by. I said, yeah. And he's, hey, he goes, you know, can I help? He goes, dude, I got an old road king in my garage. He goes, you know, if there's something you need. I said, hey, actually, I said, you know, I got a buddy on the way to Owens Power Sports. He's picking up the regulator and you know, the old guy ended up sitting there in the parking lot where, you know, talked to him for shit a good half hour, but you know, kind of similar what you said, just, you know, another guy that enjoys riding, you know, that brotherhood of motorcycles and stop just, you know, wanted to make sure that everything was kosher and, you know, see if he could help out in any which way. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I I call it a biker golden rule. 
you know, if there's a bike on a biker on the side of the road, it, you know, it, you just you do what you got to do to take care of a brother. It doesn't matter. In fact, I remember a couple of times, you know, I got myself in a little bit of trouble with a couple of riders because they were pretty upset with me that I stopped for somebody on the freeway, uh, you know, and and I told them, I says, well, you guys go right ahead and continue on with the ride. I mean, I'm not going to go home wondering if somebody needs help or not. It's just not the way it is. Well, I had another one like, uh, I was it two summers ago. I had to go over to Tacoma, which is south of Seattle. I mean, I, I can get myself to Tacoma. It's not a problem, but I had to get to a certain place for an appointment. I'm like, so once I got close to Tacoma, I pulled off on the side of the interstate. You know, I'm on the shoulder and plugging in the address of my GPS. I knew I was 10, 15 minutes away. It's like, all right, you know, I'm going to, I'll plug it in real quick. And I'm getting things set up. And I look in my mirror, I could hear two motorcycles slowing down. I look back and, you know, two big old burly looking dudes pulling up and like, huh, okay, you know, what's this? And they pulled up on either side, like, hey, you know, you all right? I said, oh, I'm just trying to, you know, I got to put the address in so I know where the heck I'm going to Tacoma. I said, you know, I got an appointment I got to go take care of. And they're like, hey, cool, you know, we just want to make sure you're all right. And you know, as they pulled out, it was two guys from the Combat wow. Veterans MC, you know, same thing. They see me on the side of the road, just wanted to make sure that, you know, everything was copacetic. I'm not broke down. And, you know, on their way they went, which, that is you so know, was cool, awesome. Dude. You know, it, it is that, that mm-hmm. brotherhood, no, that absolutely. camaraderie. You see it every day, man. Um, I'm so, so blessed, uh, you know, to, I don't know, be called a biker. <laughs> it's just, it's the best feeling in the world. It is. It's an awesome, it's an amazing community. I mean, and I've, you know, been experiencing that. I mean, I've, I've ridden my whole life, but when I decided to take on this little podcast adventure and the individuals and the people, you know, the men and women that I've met through just, you know, this adventure, I think I've been doing this now six months or so. And the support within the whole motorcycle community is awesome. I mean, and the friendships is is the most rewarding thing of this whole thing because I can honestly say every person that I've had on this podcast, I've built a friendship with and still talk to, whether it's once a month. I mean, some guys, it might be weekly, and it's just amazing. It's not just, hey, I want, I want to do an episode, you know, to just to put on an episode having that friendship and building the friendship with, with all these people. It's like, you know, I got an Avenue, whether I know people I could touch base with and, you know, any part of this country, whether, you know, I'm, I'm somewhere, Hey, you know, what's a good place. I'm down in, you know, this area. I know you've been through here or, or you get in trouble with something. Hey, you know, I broke down. Can you, you know, recommend something or, or a hand. I know that I've now, you know, have built a network of friends that is just a cool feeling, but having that friendship is the biggest reward out of, all this, you know, not the numbers or statistics that, you know, we can all look at when you want to start looking at your numbers, but the friends that I have from this is the most rewarding and awesome thing that ever so came good out of this year, man. It seems like it's been very organic. Um, and I was just thinking about that too. And, you know, whenever you're down here, man, you're going to do an, an ECR ride with us, right? Okay. Absolutely. I'll hold you to that, man. Oh, trust me, that's an area that I do want to get through. And, you know, I was hoping to try to venture close to that area this summer, but we're just starting a new job. I don't think I'm going to be able to uh, take quite the couple little adventures I was hoping for this year. Next year, I know I'm going to definitely try to – I want to venture out and get some stuff once I, you know, get some more time with the job where I can have more vacation time and not say sure. you don't be there a few months. Hey, I need to take vacation because it's just – I don't feel that's right. I, I need to – get myself established and pay my time there. But, oh, no, I want, I'd love to get down through Arizona. 
especially some of the the high country, the high desert area, and I definitely want to venture into yeah, uh, yeah. southern Utah very badly. Yeah. I heard about the roads there. I mean, I, I travel up there quite a lot for work myself, and uh, yeah, man, the the roads up to Provo and high country area there. Oh my gosh, man, I I gotta go there. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and Canyonlands, and you know the uh, oh, yeah. Zion arches. I mean, there's just some. You know, one of the guys I had on the podcast in the beginning on Instagram is uh, at 801 Rhino. He lives down there in uh, Utah, and he takes some of the, his photography and, you know, the motorcycle pictures he has through Utah are just freaking stunning. I mean, the picture is absolutely amazing. It's like, you know, I can't imagine what it's like to see that through your own eyes instead of, you know, looking at a, at a picture. It's like, man, I just I can't wait to oh, yeah, witness like that landscape candy. for myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's just you. We, yeah, that's when you, another you one. Look at it; you just don't believe it's in front of you. It's just the most unbelievable thing. Unbelievable. Yeah, my daughter wants to ride down oh. the Grand Canyon. That's her plan. Well, she wants to hop on the back, and basically, I'm going. And she wants. She sent me a plan here. It was a few months back. She had this great plan. Because hmm. I mean, she enjoys riding, and we've done some, you know, riding up here in the Washington. I mean, all my kids, you know, they've been on bikes since they were little, and my daughter still enjoys to go ride with yeah. me and you know, she's 22 years old. It's like last summer I got a text on like a Wednesday. It's like, Hey dad, the weather's <laughs> supposed to be really great this week. We should go for a ride. Hey, I'm down with that. So we went up to the Skagit Valley and up into the North Cascades and you know, had a good, had a good day ride. And she sent me this text. It was a couple months later. She goes, Hey, I got to We should go do a ride next summer. And you know, she kept talking about wanting to go to Eastern Washington. I'm like, Hey, cool. And I get her text. It was like, leave Port Andos, Washington. Head down through Oregon to Idaho, <laughs> through Utah, the Grand Canyon, you know, let's hit the Teton Mountains and through the Grand Canyon, back up through Colorado, Wyoming, South Dakota, <laughs> Montana, come back. It's like, Jesus. I sent her a text and, you know, hey, you buying a bike? Oh, no, I'm just going to ride it back with you. Oh, shit. I was just checking. I wasn't sure. So <laughs> but oh, her little map she had routed out, it's like, fuck, that would be a freaking killer right. ride. About 10 days of. But but it'd be freaking awesome. awesome. But you know it it is fun that you know I mean my wife enjoys a good ride course with my wife. It's got to be warm weather. She's you know so which means yeah. for her it's got to be like seventy at least. But you know my daughter actually you know she loves it. You know she'll sometimes come home on a weekend and you know we'll go out for a couple hour ride or I'll cruise up to her place up there. You know and she lives north of Seattle and pick her up. We'll go ride for four or five hours and it's a lot of fun. I. I thoroughly enjoy it and you know it's it's neat that they also enjoy the you know a big passion what you know motorcycles are for me that you know my daughter she loves it too and you know same my boys they have inspirations you know to get on the road soon you know they've ridden dirt bikes and you know now they they understand the passion and understand the uh what you get out of it and you know they both have want to get going here in the near future with it and i can't wait today you know go ride the boys and you know, it's just like the joy I get when my daughter wants to go with me too and sure. go for a ride. It's it's a sure. great I mean, feeling. And no, now you, you can create your own group. Um, you know, on the within the family. It's <laughs> so very yeah, good. true. And, it, and that's you know a lot of fun because you know me and my dad we we really enjoy riding. You know, and that was my first big bike trip I ever went on when I bought my first bike, street bike in two thousand. It's me and my dad took off for a three three or four day trip, and that hooked me right there. It's like, oh, this is. Freaking awesome! You know, threw her tents on the back. And yeah, I have a, I have a, um, a buddy of mine. Uh, 
shout out shout out to Bill Rogers and uh, you know he rides a a big 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 uh, bike uh, Goldwing and uh, yeah that man um, has traveled everywhere and I tell him I says yeah I wish I could go with you but I'm not retired yet he's a retired police officer and uh, you know once I get my retirement if he's still <laughs> alive yeah Bill I just called you old um, you know and I'll, I'm gonna tag along with him and. Uh, get to know some of the places that I've haven't been to at this point. So, yeah, one of my big plans is I want to get to the East coast with my dad. And I'd love to do that next summer is be able to ride. And I'd love to hit the monument down in Key West. Cause I mean, I'm almost at the farthest Northwest corner of the lower 48 and to be able to go down to the other yeah. corner, you know, get your picture of the famous monument and kind of, I'd love to check out the dragon, sure. go through the, you know, the Ozarks and Arkansas and, and see some of the sites and, really enjoy i'd like to kind of enjoy the south you know get down through alabama mississippi and i mean i love history and there's a lot of it down there and just see places you know check out new orleans and you know all that stuff and it's one thing you know none of us are getting younger and you know something i really i want to get done with my dad soon it would be so much good for me here um i don't know i i think uh probably going up north is probably part of the bucket list um, you know, just going through, like you said, uh, you know, Utah and, um, you know, go, going around Colorado, um, you know, and, and doing a big loop. It's part of my, probably my, my next, you know, overnight trip. Um, and I have the friends to do it at this point that they will, they'll take time off to go out and do it with me. So, uh, but my next, next, next venture is definitely Colorado. Yeah, a friend of mine, he went down the last summer, Brad Columbus. He's the owner of Crash Inc. They go down to the, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's called the Four Corners Rally down in Colorado. It's just freaking awesome. He's like, dude, you got to come down with us. And yeah. man, if I could swing it, I'd yeah, love absolutely. to. That'd be a lot of fun. I mean, you, you know, like I said, for meeting other people, or, you know, you get on social media and, you know, some of these motorcycle touring groups, you see pictures of places like, God, it's just freaking beautiful. And or you get on YouTube, you start watching some of these freaking guys' videos. It's like, man. Yeah, just no, you want to hit the road, just go. this is one of the things that, you know, people used to make fun of me a, a lot because I know I'm a picture taker, you know. But then they see the pictures on the page and, you know, and they say, oh, my God, it's such beautiful places. It's like, oh, well, you know, the places that you get to see when you're on, on top of a motorcycle, you know, it's just um, it's not about going, you know, 80 miles down the road. It's about going to places and destination, looking at the, the view and the mountains and, you know, and, and places to eat and um, rivers, canyons, lakes, you know, it's, it's so beautiful. Um, and, and I tell you, even my wife, I tell her all the time, I'm like, look, you know, I, you don't, you know, she's not a writer. I respect that. And she supports me. But, you know, I tell her, you know, you're missing out on so much because when I go out, I mean, I go to the most wonderful places on the planet. And it's so much more personal, I think. And it's you experience so much more. Yeah. On a bike, I mean, like I talk with other guys, I mean, the smells in different areas and you're just, you're more in tune with everything because, I mean, you're in the wind, you're in, in a way, I guess, so you're, you know, in the nature of it where in a car you're, you're confined inside the car, inside the windows and, you know, the old say you're in the cage, but you you get out on the bike and you experience so much more. Roadkill, (laughs) skunks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. going through a dairy farm land <laughs> yep. in, in the summertime. 
Oh, but that's it. That's, that's it coming. right there. I mean, you know, this is the thing. Every time we, we go out riding, there's a story to tell. And, and, and you can absolutely you know, you're never going to get that back. But, you know, you have that, you know, share with people. Now, that's one of the feedback I get from a lot of um, people that know me that don't ride and say, look, and when I look at the page and the videos and everything that you do with your group, it seems like you're having so much fun. And I'm like, well, yeah, and that's that's the thing, though, that I want a, a lot of people to know when I'm out there by myself and when I'm out there with my group. Um, what you see in that picture is the truth. It's not, there's no Photoshop, there's no make-believe or no uh, people that are usually miserable and try to pretend on social media they're happy and they're having a great life. No, what you see during the motorcycle rides, the events, everything is real. And the, the smile that you see on everybody's face is real. And, and it's very hard for people that don't ride to understand that. I don't know if you understand where I'm coming from, it's like I said, I mean, the memories and you could have, you know, like take mine where I broke down. I mean, yeah, I was frustrated, you know, things were going right, but yeah, you troubleshoot it. You can figure things out. I mean, well, it's, not everybody, I guess, can. Not everybody is, you know, has the mechanical abilities or, you know, mechanic inclined. I'm fortunate that, you know, I'm a mechanical person. So I was able to troubleshoot it, figured out where my problem is and what I needed got the parts and you know did the repair on the side of the road was it frustrating oh yeah it's always it's never fun to break down but got everything fixed you know two miles down the road it's like i could sit back and literally in, in my helmet laughing it's like jesus you know this sucked but then it's like you know what what, what a great story you know i'm with within great company of good friends and you know what we tried we got everything taken care of and we're still riding it's all part of the adventure it might suck at the moment but in the end mm-hmm. You got Absolutely. an awesome story to share. And it happens, you know, it happens to all of us, you know. Unfortunately, to a lot of bikers out there, you know, there's tragedies, right? I've, I've been part of some, you know, and in my years as a biker, um, accidents, you know, and but this is, this is, goes with anything, right? And, and, and of course, you know, that there are always going to be the people that don't understand you and I, that they say, well, you know, you're, you're suicidal, you have a death wish and things like that. And, well, you, you have no freaking clue, <laughs> you know, when you when you say and think things like that, because, you know, we're very sane. We just enjoy the wind in our faces, man. That's all there is to it. It is. And, yeah, it, you know, you take what you said. You got to be more mm-hmm. defensive on a motorcycle. You know, myself. Yeah, there, there's a, you know, that car in front of me. But I've got a thing where I'm not so much watching that car. I'm going to watch the car in front of him or maybe even two cars ahead. And you're always scanning. You're always looking. And. It's like, you, you know, what you touch on, people think, you know, you got a death wish, you know, or somebody, hey, you know, I lost a good friend in a motorcycle accident. Why would you want to do that? Well, you know what? Have you lost a friend in a car accident? Have you been in a car accident, but you're still driving? I say, yeah, you know, it might hurt if I've, you know, I've lost a friend in a motorcycle wreck, but you know what? Right. I'm not scared. I'm still going to get back on. I mean, I, I've had, you know, knock on wood, plenty of, you know, accidents on dirt, on the road I, I never have. You know, but you respect the motorcycle, but also it's like, you know, it's like the old sure. thing. Hey, you get bucked off the horse. You got to get back on. No, and, you know, it's kind of the, the way and, I look at unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, people die of cancer. They die of COVID. They nowadays, they die of flu, of the flu. And, and, and you know, and it is what it is. That's, that's the cycle of life. So I, I look at it this way. Is it's just I'm mm-hmm. meant to be a biker. 
I, I meant to be on top of a motorcycle and that, that's all there is to it. It's my life to live. Uh, you know, I don't, don't, don't living by the rules or the opinions of somebody else is, as you know, a huge mistake. So, right. You live your life and, mm -hmm. and do what you want to do to be happy. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you can yeah, smile exactly. and you're happy, Hey, you know what? The job exactly. well done. Yeah. It's, I agree. So you, you got any big plans for, you know, this year, any, any big rides or, you know, plans you got to, Moving forward, well, with, American, with Cycle Riders Riders American Cycle is Riders is one of the sponsors for the Arizona Falling Hero Memorial Riders this year. We have three up upcoming rides. Um, uh, one is uh, in Arizona. Um, the first ride is the Northern Ride, which it goes through uh, Prescott and Flagstaff from Phoenix. Then we have one that um, it goes out to the Tucson area. There's about several rides there. And the last one is going to be the Phoenix Ride. Uh, well, I think it's, they're broken down by three uh, rides this year in Phoenix. Um, so, yeah, it, it, that's the main thing right now. It's helping uh, the board of directors to organize the ride for 2021. Um, because, you know, one, you know, they're, for the most part, one of them is mostly an overnight ride uh, for me. And, um, you know, just, uh, like I said, trying to get as many people as possible to join the ride to help the families of falling heroes that are in need right now because they deserve it. We owe it to them. And, and so, you know, the falling heroes, um, the, the borough directors for the most part, they're all either cops or retired cops, law enforcement. Um, and this year, American psycho riders is actually providing the, not only we provided last year, the, the actual patch for them, the blue patch, the back, the blue patch, but we also are providing the one for um, uh, the fire department. So we're going to have a blue patch and a red patch, and 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 ACR is um, doing that for the organization at this point. That's awesome, and definitely, you know, have to you know when you get more stuff, I'm glad that you know share the stuff. I know you also have uh, your American Cycle Riders. Facebook group now. Is there any other places that people can find out information uh, yes. um, on these rides? It's um, Arizona Falling Hero uh, Memorial Riders dot org is uh, the site to look or the website. We have all of the information there. Arizona Falling Hero Memorial Rider Rider um, dot org, or you can check them on Facebook. Um, same name, and um, there's all the information needed there to sign up for the rides dates um and everything else that's awesome i'll have to you know let some friends know because i did you know 10, 10 almost 10 years in in corrections and i ride with the mm -hmm. legion of saint michael's law enforcement motorcycle club and i know we do have uh there's a chapter in arizona and definitely have to you know let some of those guys know too and you know help spread the word and you know definitely help it you know put it out on you know the v twin life social media pages and you know Glad to be honored to help share your cause and what you got going on. And, you know, hey, Please if I do, can help man. get one we more person a, there, then I think that's awesome. raffle last year was a, a um, Softail Lowrider, uh, which is the bike I ride. Uh, you know, it, uh, we had a raffle for that, a raffle for plane tickets, uh, Hawaiian trips, uh, tons of sponsors helping us out. So there's a, a lot to, to, to win, a lot to gain from being part of the rides. And by the way, when you pay for, for, the, for the rides, you're also you know, paying for the barbecue after the ride. So everything is inclusive this year. So when is it's, the first uh, ride? Is it first, coming up, say, in a couple months in, um, this summer? 
September of this year, so we have plenty of time to, to get ready. So it's all it's all itemized on the on the website. Uh, September, October, November, either that or August, September, October. I don't have it in front of me right now, um, but the dates are all there and locations. And for each month that we go, there are different group rides that get together at at one point at the end of the ride, so we can celebrate the Fallen Heroes and also you know enjoy the barbecue. Now, is there also? I'm kind of curious on something here. Is there like a silent auction or anything like that to also well, help you can, raise money? You, can, you know, you don't have to ride to this? donate money. Um, so uh, that's one thing to to, to 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 remember. And also, if you're a driver, you can also participate. We're kind of like American Psycho Riders. We don't discriminate against anybody. No, I just want to like say silent auction. Like say, you know, you know, after this we can get in touch, you know, you know, like our phone conversation, you know, it's, you know hopefully we'll keep in touch with this, but like, I was just curious, say if I wanted to send yes, down some do of that. my merchandise to be raffled off, whatever you guys get for it, I, you know, I'll be honored. You know, send down t-shirts, some sweatshirts, a bunch of stickers, and you guys, you know, do a sign auction, whatever you get for it. Hey, that's awesome, and yeah, no, we that's kind of that. where I was no, getting at with that. I guess you could say. I would love for you to do that. And um, uh, for example, the the patches that I sell for American Psycho Riders, that's I, I reserve that, put that on the fund that I either uh, donate to, to the Falling Hero uh, program or I buy merchandise for them. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I'd love to send down some stuff to help support it. And, you know, if there's, you know, end of it, you know, a silent auction or whatever they want to do with it, hey, they're more well, happy. To, but I that's something that, you know, Thank I'd you. love to help support. Well, shoot, man, this has been awesome. You know, it's good to finally, you know, we've talked a few times on the phone and messaging back and forth. And, you know, this has been a lot of fun. And, you know, trying to get more people, you know, maybe help notice your cause. Like I said, if I can get, you know, one more person down there that might list this and head that way, then oh, I think, I you know, hey, that's, uh, I feel you know, awesome I'm trying about to it. get, you know, my TikTok page, um, you know, going also, you know, regards to sh- social media, because, um, you know, the, it's always good to have motorcycle conversations. And uh, ever since I've, uh, I let everybody know that, you know, what American Cycle Rider is all about and what it does, uh, I've been getting a lot more followers and joining, and they're actually joining the Facebook page and um, hopefully they'll be interested in uh, helping all the fallen heroes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And just, you know, helping those heroes is, is a great cause. Yeah, and, and alongside with that, I, know I play my rock and roll, man. This is a win-win. <laughs> there you go. Rock there out, go. get some good guitar riffs going and just have a good time. Right on, man. Hey, this has been a lot of fun, Leo. Thanks for coming on and, and doing this. You know, it's been great to get to know you more. And I know, appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunity. Expose more of it. I really, really do. Absolutely. So, hey, guys, don't forget, you can check out Leo's got the American Cycle Riders Facebook page. No, not page. at this point. I know. Do you also run a website there, yeah. Leo? Just the Facebook group? So, yeah, you guys, head over to Facebook. Check out the American Cycle Riders group. Join the group, get all kinds of information, do, you know, man. shit, share your ride, share some stories. Awesome, man. Hey, thank you all for tuning in to the V-Twin Life at Milepost 34 with Leo Gomes. Hey, if you like this content, feel free to follow along. You can follow us on Instagram at the V-Twin Life underscore podcast. We are just the V-Twin Life on Facebook. And hey, don't forget, subscribe, whatever platform you listen to, subscribe. Never miss an episode. If you share a passion for motorcycles, you want to be a guest, Hey, you can hit me up on Instagram. You can shoot me a message. You can hit me up on, shoot me an email, the V twin life at gmail.com. 
you know, direct message me on Facebook. Hey, let's talk motorcycles and join the community and have a good time. So until next thing, guys, hey, ride safe, have fun, enjoy the open road. Leo, be safe, my friend, and thank you for coming on.